Welcome back to Rainbow Snacks. I'm your host, Paul, and my pronouns are he and him. In today's episode, we are celebrating and acknowledging the non-binary community, their experiences and their contributions in honor of International Non-Binary People's Day on July 14th. So let's dive in and explore the world of non-binary identities. So you may be wondering, what does it exactly mean to identify as non-binary? Well, non-binary is an umbrella term used to describe individuals whose gender identity doesn't exclusively align with being male or female. It recognizes the existence of gender identities beyond the traditional binary framework. And to help us gain more of an understanding of what it is to be non-binary, today we are joined by Ryan, a reporting and data analyst in our group technology team. Welcome, Ryan, and thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's very exciting to be part of this revamped podcast and to talk to you today about non-binary awareness. Uh, So my pronouns are they, them, and I usually say to people that I feel like both and neither when it comes to male and female, but some NB people may lean more one way or the other. So um, as Paul mentioned, I work here at Group Technology, uh, which you may know as IT. I'm a reporting and data analyst, which means I collect, transform and analyze data from a variety of sources to kind of extract insights and learnings that help our leaders within Group Technology make decisions about uh, what it is we're going to do in terms of technology and workforce. I promise you, it is as glamorous as it sounds. I'll trust you on that one. So (laughs) Ryan, could you share with our listeners Uh, some of your personal journey? Yeah, well, um, look, I think I'm still on that journey. And I think, yeah, a work in progress, if you will. But I think like a lot of people in the LGBTQ plus community, I knew that I was different from uh, a young age, maybe around five or six. And eventually I came out as gay in my teens. So that was wonderful and empowering in itself. But I always felt that there was still something missing, uh, like a like a piece of the puzzle that that I couldn't find. So um, I, I found out through through theatre school that I loved makeup and presenting in what you might call traditionally femme ways. Um, I, I I never felt like really a boy when when people would use male pronouns. They didn't feel right to me. Um, but when I discovered that I felt like I pre- presenting femme was kind of a thing that I enjoyed. I also wondered if I might be trans. Um, so I didn't really know what to do with that. I, I, I went down that path and sort of looked into that and that didn't feel right either. So I, I genuinely didn't know what to do at that point. So I just went into adulthood going, there's this missing piece, a black hole somewhere. And I don't know what to do with that. Maybe that's normal. Maybe is that how everyone feels? I don't know. I had no idea what to do with it. So fast forward a few years and I became involved with the Proud community here at Woolworths and was completing the Proud leadership training. And I just thought this was the most wonderful thing, the way that Woolworths is embracing LGBTQ plus diversity and how empowering this would be for younger people coming into the workforce, knowing that they could be 100% themselves at Woolworths. But I really started to question how I could be an effective leader in that space when I felt that I wasn't 100% myself, that there was something something that was holding me back and something that was missing. So this is when I discovered the non-binary identity and it wasn't something I was super familiar with previously. And perhaps like a lot of people, I had this misconception that non-binary meant super androgynous, like almost like that that alien kind of androgyny that you, you sometimes see. Um, and 
the reality is that when I started to meet ND people and to see them represented on TV and film and in the theatre and things like that, that wasn't the case. There was, there was quite a complexity and quite a lot of scale to the ND community, uh, people that fell one end of the spectrum or the other. Um, so it suddenly made sense to me and it was like that, that piece of the puzzle just fell into place and it was incredibly incredible incredibly exciting for me. I felt like I was whole for the first time in my life. And um, I felt like I had this new power and this new confidence um, and that I could kind of take on the world. I no longer had this this weird feeling inside me that something was missing. Yeah, it's amazing how discovering the label that you fit into can really validate yourself and, and affirm your identity. So that's really great. Now let's talk about non-binary day itself. Why do you think it's significant and how do you think we can celebrate it? Well, I think it's such a good opportunity to raise awareness about non-binary identities and the the challenges that are faced by NB individuals. I think growing up when I was younger, there wasn't a, a lot of the terms that we have these days because it's not because these people didn't exist, but it's just because we didn't have the language to put around it. So I think it's Days like Non-Binary Awareness Day are incredibly important to get the message out there that we do exist, we are real, and to to let people know um, that it's not something scary or anything like that. We're, we're just normal people who are going about our lives and to kind of educate people that it's not that, that weird androgynous thing like I thought it was, that we're just everyday people going about our lives. Um, it's a great way to celebrate the resilience and the visibility and our contrib- contributions to society. So as I said, it's not some weird, scary thing that, that doesn't exist where everyday people that work at Woolworths or work as doctors or lawyers or whatever it may be. Mm. And one way to celebrate is by just amplifying those voices, sharing the stories, uh, whether it be through social media, uh, in-person events, or just in everyday conversations like I've had myself a few times this week. It's essential to create a safe space for that dialogue, uh, to educate ourselves, to educate others, and to challenge the gender norms that exclude non-binary individuals. That sounds great. Creating inclusive spaces and fostering understandings are vital steps towards creating a more inclusive society. But speaking of that, Could you shed some light on the challenges faced by non-binary individuals and how can we be supportive allies? Yeah, so look, I think NB individuals often face challenges related to the validation of their identity, misgendering and things like that, and societal expectations. So as I said, I had this expectation that it was androgyny and that's not the case at all. Um, And I think the way that we're raised is is where we're coded to look at people and to make an assumption about somebody's gender or sexuality or whatever it may be based on solely the way that they look. And that's definitely not the case when it comes to non-binary people. So it's important to listen to the experiences and to respect those pronouns and the gender expression and avoid making assumptions based on appearance. Educating ourselves about non-binary identity and using that inclusive language can go a long way in really creating a supportive environment, uh, which is what we have here at Woolworths. It's really, really empowering. Uh, Supporting those policies that protect and recognise non-binary individuals is absolutely crucial to that. So could you tell us a bit more about the wider impact of non-binary visibility on the LGBTQ plus movement? Yeah, I think non-binary visibility is pretty crucial to the ongoing progress within the community. Uh, By challenging this 
binary concept of gender, this male, female, um, non-binary individuals expand the understanding of gender identity and hopefully help to pave the way for greater acceptance and inclusivity. Um, there's not one right way or one wrong way to do this. And um, I think that the visibility really helps to normalize that within the community. I know that when I first started uh, to identify as non-binary, seeing other people, um, particularly, you know, anybody that's notable. So there's a few notable Australian celebrities that are non-binary, seeing them and the, the way that they live and the the different uh, scale uh, to which some of them may be presenting femme, presenting mask, or presenting as neither, it really helps me to understand where my place fit in that and that my identity was valid. I didn't have to be one certain particular way to be non-binary. Amazing. Before we go, do you have any final thoughts or messages you'd like to share with our listeners? Look, I think the, the, the important thing is to always be open. Like with everything, be open and ask questions if you don't know. Um, everybody's experience is different. And like I've, I've shared my experience today, and as I said, it's all a spectrum. So some people may fall one way, some people may fall the other way, some people may be exactly the same as me, and who wouldn't want to be, right? But it's important to listen and to ask questions and keep growing, keep educating ourselves. That's the only way that we keep moving forward. Amazing. Well, thank you, Ryan, for joining us today and sharing your story with us. Uh, your insights have been enlightening, and we are so grateful that you came onto the show today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Thank you for listening to Rainbow Snacks. If you enjoyed our conversation and maybe learned something new, consider spreading the word with your Woolworths Group team members. Uh, remember, celebrating diversity and embracing one another's unique journeys is what makes our world a richer place. Also, don't forget to visit the Proud at Woolworths website for more information on how Woolworths supports our teams across all gender identities. Make sure to join us next time. Until then, stay safe and shine bright.